The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I mentioned the Cork Intelligentsia. Cod Caden is with me, prime amongst them. Business reporter with the Irish Examiner, Ty Hickey, the comedian and the author, and Joe O'Shea, the editor of Cork Bio. Uh, you're all very, very welcome. Thanks, Amelia, oh, yeah. for coming to the studio. Um, Joe, I might start with yourself. I, I, when I came into town, um, I mean, it's busy out there, uh, as you'd expect a couple of weeks, you know, less than three weeks before Christmas. I just took a wander around the obvious places, kind of down Oliver Plunkett Street, up the Grand Parade, up Patrick Street, and what have you. I mean, the 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 level of footfall out there at the moment is that normal for Cork or or how would you describe maybe the health of the high street? The health of the high street is, is has been terrible. We've come through three very hard years and three tough Christmases, and uh, it, it's better now. And this Christmas looks to be shaping up really well. What you saw out there and the reason why there is such a high footfall now is because seventeen streets were pedestrianised in Cork city centre during the pandemic. That's had a huge effect. We're seeing this week we saw two major projects either start or kick on in Cork City Centre. One was a massive public realm uh, project happening around the only green space in Cork City Centre, which is the People's Park or Bishop Lucy Park. 48 million is going to basically create a kind of a, around the, they're calling it the Brewery Quarter. It's going to link the South Main Street to the Grand Parade. It looks really well. It'll be done over the coming year. Also, the old Roaches stores Debenhams building has finally is finally getting close to to coming back. Elvery Sport Group bought it for a rumored twelve million euros. That's a game changer for Patrick Street. Patrick Street is the main shopping street of Munster, right? It's the biggest shopping street down here in the south. It's gone through some very tough times, but there is there's real signs out that it's coming back. Twenty twenty four is going to be a make or break year for Cork City. If we get the convention centre, which has had 11 projected start and, er, and finish dates, if we finally get that over the line, that will change a lot. How big an if is that? It's still huge because we have BAM Ireland, who refused to engage with Cork City on that site and also on the massive site across the river, the old tax office, which was knocked down mm-hmm. and has been an empty space right in the heart of the city. BAM are responsible for two empty spaces right in the heart of Cork City, which they refuse to talk about to anybody. They just leave them there year after year after year. BAM are a Dutch company. In Holland, if you tried to do that, you'd be fined out of existence. In Ireland, they get away with it. They can do what they want. Tyke, is 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 that malaise in the high street, is that a post-COVID thing or was it kind of slowly happening before that? I don't think it's a post-COVID thing. Like, I'm no expert on this now, but I think they call it the donut effect, don't they? Where like, so Ballancolleg and Carrigaline and Douglas and these places, they're all flourishing. You can't get a parking spot there. Um, you go there, they're always busy. The city centre, because I grew up in the city centre, I grew up in College Road, Bannon Road area. So like the city centre is where I used to hang out. And I've definitely watched it over the years just gradually decline all the time. There's more to life of a city than shopping as well. Like, it's great that the shopping is back. But like, as Joe quite rightly points out, they knocked the Foss building, which was a hub for artists all over the city. And like, if you take away the artists, you take away such a big part of the fabric of the city, which I think is happening in Dublin as well. People are being priced out. So I think the overall malaise has been going on for a long time. COVID made it, made it even worse. But like, to, to go to the positive though, like mm. Cork has got an opportunity mm. Like like never before, it's the second biggest English-speaking city in the EU. Um, Dublin has loads of problems, which I don't have time to go into now. But I, you know, I will eventually write a book on it. And uh, <laughs> it should be Cork's moment in the sun, though. So, so these developments that Joe's talking about, I'm mm. just listening to him there, thinking that sounds great. But the event centre, obviously, every Cork person is going to have 
uh, a dollop of scepticism about actually happening. Um, how do you translate though all of that potential? into kind of tangible positives for the city because you know most people they walk out we actually talked about this in the context of of, um, transport choices most people I guess they don't walk out their front door and they think you know how can I help Cork to blossom and flourish into into this wonderful place they actually think what's convenient and when I came along into town today I couldn't get parking on the Grand Parade there was a queue out onto the road and then to get around to Merchant's Quay it was just it was a nightmare but if I was living in the suburb and I knew that was ahead of me I again I love going into town, mm. but but a bit of me would think it's just much easier here to spin into Douglas. But for, forget the forget the cars, right? Cork, we have a Docklands that's five, seven minutes walk away from where we're sitting right now. Seven minutes walk to the city centre, and there the space down there. You could put a whole town there, and they are planning to put a whole town down there. It just needs to happen faster. Mm. Caught. Um, let's not be entirely negative. Uh, well, Ty wasn't entirely negative. We talked about that. Not to say Joe was either. Uh, but but uh, um, I, I, I kind of want to talk about um, like what what is going. What, what are the selling points? Like what is what is on an upward trajectory in the city well, honestly, or the county? I think this conversation has been overly positive um, because I think. That oh God! Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> well, we can crank it down if you want. <laughs> It has, but uh, you know we do have to uh, put a spotlight on some businesses that are facing another really hard Christmas. Mm. Yes, there's been three very difficult ones: COVID, um, you know, cost of living crisis. But now, for a lot of businesses, they've been hit by serious flooding. Um, and you know, I heard some businesses say that people were coming in and saying, "Oh, can I buy this for a discount?" Like their Christmas stock uh, and that kind of thing. So there is, it's very opportunistic, you know. Like, um, and I do think you always find the good. In in, in the bad as well but like you know some businesses are facing a really hard time this Christmas however on an upside I'll go back to the positive um, you're seeing a real buzz around the startup community in Cork which I think is great um, you know I think Dublin has been a huge spot for, for startups for a long time you get places like Dog Patch Labs but you're no, I'm noticing quite a few come down to Cork and the spotlight come on to Cork now, especially with advocates like DC Callahan, who's, you know, a really big advocate for getting startups up and running. There is an office space provider called Glandor who says that they're like at 90% capacity, even though, you know, WeWork failed of its own. Um, it was its own demise, really. But then there was another uh, company, Iconic Offices. They said the demand wasn't there and they should up shop in Cork. But Glandor is saying that early stage companies are actually looking for space now. They're looking to come into Cork. They're looking to build up their teams and to build a culture. So I think that's a really good positive for Cork. Are there enough houses being built in Cork to accommodate uh, all of these businesses who want to expand? Well, this is the thing. Like Capacity is always going to be the problem with Ireland in general. It's not just a Cork problem. Um, I do think that planning is very much focused on housing at the moment. Um, You know, you spoke earlier about how a lot of applications are getting through and up and running. But I mean, planning elsewhere is falling through the cracks. You're looking at renewable energy. They are plagued with planning backlogs and that's a huge problem for Cork because, I mean, we're looking to build wind farms off the coast and we're better to than off the coast of Cork. And, you know, that those planning backlogs are causing serious issues for that. But of course, like back to capacity and back to housing, Yes, like I mean, that's it's. There's just not enough houses there. Uh, when I moved to Cork um, over a year ago, what I would say is that there the rent is better. I haven't looked at Daft since, but the rent is better. Mm. But there is such a lack of supply. Ty, what are the public transport links like from the big suburbs into town? 
They're good. I mean, I think the bus services are, are pretty good, but like you still raised the point earlier about a lot of people are driving right here and right now. A lot of people are driving, and I think the parking situation in the city is a disgrace. Like a couple of years was it about two years ago at this point they they trialed a free parking kind of morning, and like I have to say, I was in town a lot. You know what I mean? It's it's then worthwhile coming in, but I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were like, if you're living, and as I say, because of this donut effect of Mahan or Douglas or Carrigaline, Balancholic. These have all become completely self-sufficient little suburbs and people don't leave Balancholic. They don't go in town like. This time of year, you'll, I'll go into like a, a nice pub in Cork, like the Long Valley, and you'll meet people and you just chat away and they go, oh, we're in for a Christmas visit into the city centre. You go, where are you from? Glanmire. When yeah. was the last time you were in? Last Christmas. You know, that is literally really? a 15-minute drive out the road. They have become... Cork, there was a survey done in 2018. The city centre population... And I, I live right in the city centre. I live mm. on Barrick Street, right? The city centre population in Cork was something like 47% non-national. It's incredible how many Cork people don't want to live in Cork City, or at least what we call, what I would call Cork City, in between, in the valley, in between the hills, you know. It's very, it's incredibly cosmopolitan, which is great. You walk around Cork City, you'll hear, you'll hear every, every language and accent under the sun, you know, except for Dublin for some reason. No <laughs> Dubliners come and live here. We've never been able to figure that one out. But it's very cosmopolitan. But a big part of that is, well, I think, is that there's not a whole lot to do at night. And that's not just a Cork problem. It's an Irish problem. Like, obviously, this is a bugbear of me because I'm, I don't drink. But like if, if you don't want to go to a pub, there's kind of nothing to do. Like it felt like we were moving towards that continental model a little bit a few years ago and it hasn't really happened. Mm. I think we'd have less social uh, problems and we'd have more places for people to go at night rather than just hang around well, and get up to stuff as we all did when we were kids. Like Yeah, because there's often a lot of conversation around encouraging people to get back and live over the shop. There's been about five different iterations of kind of living over the shop initiatives from different governments and all of that. And what's often missing in that discussion are the amenities. You know, mm. the focus is always on how do we turn around these units? How do we revamp them and, and restore them and, and get people back living in them without recognising actually, you know, to create a demand for those units as well. Mm-hmm. You need green spaces. And I know you mentioned the park where that regeneration is happening, but you need playgrounds as well. If you want children uh, in the city, you need places to go and bring your dog where you know that, you know, that uh, uh, you can bring them for a walk. Yeah, I think the At the core of this problem is Ireland's obsession with houses. Mm. We are not focused on a rental market. We are such an outlier in Europe because of that. In Germany, in France, in Spain, it's very common to live your entire life in an apartment. Mm. And that would be strange here. And because that's strange, there's lack of emphasis on building those small spaces. People are still obsessed with getting houses. People my age are still obsessed with getting houses. But it's just because the modernity of like of those apartment spaces just isn't there. So I think an attitude change needs to happen first and then the infrastructure will come, basically. Mm. All right. Well, uh, listen, uh, we could talk about it all day long. I'm sure you'd be happy. Does, I find that that's another feature of Cork. People are happy to talk about yeah. it all day long. We're great people. Cork. That's the yeah, one that thing is, that, that is true. true. There's no right. argument there. Like. Uh, Can I just say also, I'm not from Cork. I'm yeah, from Mayo. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you're already, you're, you're, you're in now. <laughs> Caught Caden, Mayo woman, Cork blow-in, business reporter with the Irish Examiner, Ty Kiki, comedian and author, Joe O'Shea, the editor of Cork Bureau. Listen, gentlemen, thanks a million for uh, joining us here on the show. Lots of people getting in touch. Really 
life affirming uh, text on immigration. Uh, is a debate and even a vote not what democracy is all about? Why is anyone who even questions government policy called Trumpian or a racist says Deck? Another listener says, you're wrong as always, Kieran. It's about unvetted, unchecked welfare immigrants coming in their droves at the behest of the EU inserted into small communities around the country. How about bringing that left brain of yours back to the centre? Thank you for the text. I never realised Cork is an English-speaking city, says somebody else. And Cork City Council are killing retail through lack of parking. So somebody else uh, echoing a point made uh, by some of my guests. Uh, thank you for those. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.